Welcome to Car Talk. I'm Maddie. I'm Alan. And Tyrone. Another Tuesday, oh, not Tuesday, sorry, another Sunday kickback edition. You ruined it, Maddie. <sighs> like, this is the first time we've said our names on, you know, on time. And you've ruined it already. <laughs> I'm a shit host, aren't I? You're good enough. Good, good enough, he says. Good enough, he says. How have you boys been? Pretty good. Yeah, good. Any up? Any car updates? Not really. Yeah. Just enjoying the weekend. I should have gotten a wash done today. It was yeah, sunny. that's what I was thinking too. It was sunny, Pretty both. windy though. Yeah, it's true. Yesterday would have been better. Yesterday was a nice day. But I like to sleep in on Saturdays. <laughs> Yesterday was probably the nicest day we've had. Yeah, in a while. while. Yeah. yeah. It was that. Unfortunately, I was at work, but it was a gross day. Yeah, I took the F6 out and um, yeah. it felt good. Even even though it was a bit, you know, it was a bit cold, it was, but it was really nice. It, had, it was good boost weather. Um, always good when it's cold. It is always good when it's cold, as, as, as us turbo guys know. Uh, took it to work. Couldn't find a parking spot because <laughs> the people at the gym take take all the spots. Um, now I'm not an advocate of keying cars, <laughs> but I feel a, and I'm not an advocate of doing criminal activities either. You know. Oh but, yeah. So he says. Like I so said, he like, says. Like I said, as long as you don't get caught. Um, but <laughs> I feel a permanent kind of reminder on somebody's car may may suffice to make them follow rules because. The the area where you work, the gym has parking in the rear, right? It does, yeah. You, you think by going to the gym, you'd want to walk the extra 50 meters, but no. They'll, and, they'll take our car, car spots. And being fair to everyone else and all the other stores in that little strip, you're spending, yeah, if you're doing a decent job at the gym, at least 45 minutes, up to you know three hours for some people. Oh, minimum, yeah. So, you know, you should be parking away rather than taking up the front spots you know, from everyone else who's going to spend, what, 15 minutes at the store? Yep. Exactly right, and it's, so yeah. maybe a permanent reminder could uh, could change people's minds. Yes, just awesome finds. Uh, you know, if we want to go that route, just um, just block the cameras. <laughs> I think we're joined by Simon. How are you going, Simon? Very much a listener of the show, always always listening and always always watching when we on our live Sunday kickback editions. Um, how's the Rex? Just enjoying the boost. Enjoying the boost. Oh, very much, and uh, just. Once again, driving now just to your house, not even boosting it, it's just making all sorts of sounds. All sorts of, all sorts of stupidity turbo, turbo noises. Tyrone, how's the Ranger? Yeah, good. Um, just doing his thing, I suppose. As long doing as his doing thing, his not, thing right. not going off road? No, nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. One day. Not snorkeling through water? No. Because it's not sealed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Merc, still fucked. Um, just. Any new developments or? Uh, so basically, it's all, all the fuel system got cleaned out, and the um, and the injector where the it, it's like where it's like it's like a it's like a bowl where all the fuel collects and it sends it to all the different cylinders. Um, yeah, didn't you say that was like clogged or something? Yeah, it was clogged. Yeah. So it's been cleaned out, but now it's flooding. Oh, so now now it's overfueling, overfueling when, when it's cold. Yeah. Um, which is normal, like in a lot of cars, like the, the you know, the to, it, it runs rich anyway, yeah, like you yeah. know, to, to warm up the car quicker. But um, now it's running, it's running at too rich. It's actually it's it's clogging performance. So my mechanic's been dropping around the last few days. He's like, yeah, it's it's. He reckons one of the injectors is just just putting too much in there. Yeah. Um, so at this point, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, just fix it because I, I want it back by now. It's it's starting to take its time. How much are we looking at for a new injector? Or would you do all of them? You just, you just do all of them at that point. Um, it's just easier and peace of mind. I mean, the car the car runs fine. Have you been? Have you guys? Any of you guys been? I don't think I've. You never gave us a ride, Manny. No, no, yeah. 
So selfish, having all these cars and never giving your friends a ride. You guys have both driven my Typhoon and stuff, so don't, no, so don't, 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 don't talk about don't talk about that shit. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully I can get it back tomorrow because uh, the, the injector guy was coming to look at it Friday, so I didn't get a chance to go this Saturday to see my mechanic. I don't think it's much of an injector anyway, is it? It depends. Like it's, yeah, it is an older car. Yeah. So well, you, you, could you get a refurb? That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> I'd probably take them out. And, I mean, they, they are old injectors. The car's done like a lot of kilometers, so... Um, but it's, it's all part of the, the you know the free car experience, I guess. But especially when a car sits there for so long. Mm. Um, so. So you get if you get a car that's going to sit for a while, get a car with a carburetor. Yeah, I guess because you can you can at least adjust it a bit more easier than than something of yeah well that vintage with a lot of electrics and yeah. But anyway, hopefully I can get it back this week. Uh, tonight's topic, guys, overrated cars. Yes, overrated cars. We'll start with the Ford Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's still winning every award in the book. No, it's not an overrated car. It's it is like a good the, car. You know I, what? I just it. actually recently found an overrated car to be. What? This guy I was talking to at work, he's got a BT50 mid-range. Yeah. yeah. He paid 60k for it. What? Yeah, for a BT50 mid-range. You can get a wild track for that. Exactly. That's what I was saying. And it's a better car than a BT50. What did, did you tell him? Did you ask him why he bought a BT50? Uh, he just, just goes, oh, because I, I wanted to take a bush bashing. Okay, yeah, but for an extra five grand, you could have got a luxury car. You could even you could still take a bush bashing if you really wanted to. It's the same underpinnings, essentially. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't want to afford, I think. But I don't know. Bad people... snobs, bad snobs, people. <laughs> uh, you know, us Mercedes drivers, we, we we like to um we like to look down on you Ford drivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are also live on Facebook, so if you got if you think you know what an overrated car is, please put it in and explain why, and we'll be happy to discuss it. So, overrated cars. I, can't, I just can't believe you spent sixty grand. Sorry, that's that's just blowing my yeah, mind on, 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 on a mid-range BT50. Like, well, exactly. That's that's crazy. Apparently, the uh, top of the range is about a seventy k. It's it, what? Yeah. Anyway, I think Mazda a bit in delusional. Length. Yeah, that's why we see a lot more ranges than we see BT50s. Put it that way. Um, like okay, overrated can be can be for a few reasons. What it could there could be a good car. Um, but the price just doesn't reflect what they should be. For example, Toyota A86s, they're awesome, yeah, but they're not 30 grand minimum for a rusted out, I know what I have car on, <laughs> on its, on, on, on Gumtree, with, with, not even with a 4AG, you know, like, be, yeah, I know what I got, it's 20 grand, you know, firm, you know, and, and it's got like shockers that are shocked, you know, you know just, just, a piece, a piece of junk, but this, oh, I know what I've got. It's twenty grand. Yeah. So then, what would you classify the um, Subaru? Which one? The um, the, su- the, the BRZ. BRZ. Well, come in the same boat. Same, yeah. Like, I'm talking about the AE86, the original 86. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't think it's worth thirty grand. It shouldn't be a thirty grand yeah, car. No. You're talking about the, okay, then I because I was going to say I thought you were talking about the original, yeah, the, the, the current the generation one, 86, yeah, the which 86. I still think is overpriced. It is. I, I, I think. I think it's about five grand overpriced. Yeah, I'd say if you could start the base model at twenty five, yep. automatic, yeah. that'd be a perfectly priced car. But Toyota selling it because they know people are buying it for the you know thirty and thirty five for the GTS. Yeah. Pushed it exactly. Yeah. They pushed it. Um, so they don't need to worry and reduce the price. Yep. Um, but the the original way you six. If you're buying that like today, with that kind of money, you you know I've got a bridge to sell you. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Like, like they're awesome cars. They drive really, really well. They they go good. 
Um, they they sound awesome, especially with the four AG in them. Um, they drive well. I mean, they they're an old car now. Like they're they they're pushing. They're over thirty years old. So if with that in mind, you know, it's thirty grand for like a B one. I know what I have, and I know what it's worth. No, you don't know what it's worth. It's you know, even if it's got a four AC in it, they're still asking twenty grand for it. Or stupid money for it. Thirty grand, you can buy a decent car. Now. You can buy an awesome. You, you can, can buy, buy a really good car for yeah. that price. So, um, I mean, and a car that's gonna have probably possibly have a warranty. Not like look, I love AE86s. They're one of my favorite cars, but I just reckon they're way overpriced for what they should be. Uh, we got a comment on there. Uh, been joined by Adrian and Joanne and Joanne said hey how you going Joanne how you going Joanne thanks for joining us Um, yeah overpriced for for what they are definitely what do you think with your with your list alright I'm not proud of this but I'm going to have to say it the R34 GTR yeah that is at this point I mean it was already overpriced but at this point it is stupidly overpriced I mean, you, you're paying... But that's because of all the promotions and... It's, it's because of the, the fandom. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the fanboys like you have, have <laughs> checked up the prices to, I, be on, to be on recognition. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off with you, man. All those GTRs I bought, yes? Actually, I was about to... <laughs> the, the other day I was at a workshop in Lenoir. Yeah. They have... At that side, I think they had four R32 GTRs. Three of them were V-Spec 2. One of them Jeez. was V-Spec 1. And the the V Spec two it was in uh, I think it was a very dark blue. Yeah. He was just like I'm not gonna part with that unless you give me seventy to hundred grand. And I said for thirty two. Yeah. And I said see you later, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, what? That's insane. No wonder why I can't sell it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just the R thirty four. I mean, it's a great car. But as you as we discussed last week on the kickback, yeah. it's a sports car. Yeah. And a close to twenty year old sports car doesn't really have like that kind of it has no business being 150 grand plus yeah, yeah. for yeah. the the top of the range the v-spec tuners and yeah. with low kilometers good paint it still doesn't have any business being 150 grand and just at this point i mean it was earlier as well the car's been overhyped i love r34 gtrs probably one of my favorite cars of all time but that kind of money it's not worth it and that is just overpriced yeah we've got some comments on there um Adrian, do you want to read it? Um, Adrian think. said that the he thinks that the A86 is iconic, uh, the creation of drift. But yeah, the drift tax is too much. Yeah, it is. It, it, look, we agree. It's, it's a very iconic car, but just way overpriced. Uh, and he also said, yeah, GTRs are way too much, and only going up when American can get them. Yeah, that's true. And Joanne also asked, are Jaguars overpriced? Um, Brand new ones, they I are. Yeah. They are yeah. Definitely over, overpriced. Like, What's that? The new. The new Jaguar that's come out, is it? It's not over, overpriced, but like it's sort of mid fifty ish. Mid fifty ish. The the one that everyone's been driving at the moment. Oh, I can't remember. The that. SUV. No, no, no. the the, the, the four door. Is the oh, the XF? Yeah, I think yeah, it's the XF. Yeah, yeah. That Wait. I looked at. I looked at that before yeah. I bought the Ranger. It's sort of, it's okay, but it's. Like the like the European cars, it's always if you want to add the extras, it always goes yep. up. You know that that tiny bit extra, and that's when it, that's what actually put me off getting the Jaguars. Like you get the base model, you look at the base model, oh, yeah, it's cheap. But then when you go to add the extras on, it just adds up to what you could buy 
another car with full oxygen exactly and right. everything. Exactly right. And it's still cheaper it's and you stupid. get everything done. How much was a base XF? Oh, I think it started off, yeah. Put it this way, an XFR with, with the supercharged V8, like the top of the range yeah. XFR is over $250,000. Uh, yeah. that, that's insane. Yeah, exactly. like you're not, not going to pay that. Um, Somebody got, will, undoubtedly. Uh, got another comment yeah. from Simon. Toyota Saurus. Saurus, yep. Just for the original price was 115 and back, and back then. But it was the first car to have touched touch screen and loads of super cool mods. So I'm saying I'm assuming you're saying the um, the late sorry early 90s to mid to, to late 90s Saurus they were full of tech they were they were quite expensive yeah. actually they were very yeah, expensive cars 115k yeah that's expensive for a Toyota oh yeah but at the end <laughs> of the for day that, for that price now you can get a Land Cruiser Sahara for that price <laughs> yep full um, V8 option and everything everything yeah um. For that price, yeah, they 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 were they were definitely overpriced. Especially back then, yeah. In that time, I mean, you can get you could probably get an uh, an eight series would have been like not not much more. Like mm. I, you would have you would have just bought an eight series for that for that amount of money. But yeah, back on back on Jags, very um, very pricey cars, um, and the depreciation is it, is it really, yeah, terrible. Is it, exactly, that's the thing. Is it really worth it though? Like, I mean, you bought that car. I mean, most cars you're buying, particularly on the the higher bracket, you lose a good amount. Yeah, yep. And it's what you're getting in return for that is, I mean, you're getting a feeling. Yeah. And hopefully, the feeling lasts longer than the depreciation does. But But that's the thing. Like with a Jag, like do you actually? I've never actually test drove one, but um, I don't know. Is it like equivalent to like your Merc? Your Beamers. Yeah, it's supposed to be a luxury car, but yeah. it's yeah. British. It's so the it'll English break. equivalent. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was... <laughs> so yeah. it'll break. Yeah. A couple more comments. Uh, Simon said early 90s. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've been joined by... Is that Barris? Barris, yeah. What's going on, Barris? And Adrian also said the 7 Series BMW in 1998 was around 100k. When it, I'm assuming it launched. Seven yeah. Series, yeah. Well, it's a Beamer. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you're comparing, you know, a Seven Series BMW to, you know, a Toyota. a Toyota for that time, I'd say most people would be gravitating towards the BMW. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just that's just what's going to happen, really. So must been joined Mark's by Mark, Mark Mad Dogs. What's going on, Mark? Mark? Um, um, my over at a car, I'll stick to the F, the SUV SUV side, is the uh, X Class. Well, yeah, it's, it's more of a, it's more it's, of a, um, it's it's more of a, a four wheel drive, but like uh, like like a like a pickup. Yeah, but like for what you're know, getting, it's a Navara. Exactly what Mercedes. I don't know what they've tried to do, but at least even if they spoke to Nissan and say, look, change up, tra- do a facelift on that, so it doesn't look like a Navara, yeah. then people would have bought into it. Yeah. But now, I speak to a lot of people on the roads. And they always they ask me, oh, how's the Ranger going and stuff. I go, yeah, it's good. And they go, oh, have you seen the X Class? I go, yeah. They go, they go, yeah, it's just a Navara. Without even me saying it, yeah. they just automatically just go, yeah, because you put a Navara and X Class together, it looks exactly the same. You take the badges off, you don't even know what's what. I mean, they're, they're slightly different from the outside and on the inside. The the um, the Mercs are nicer inside, but they're they're made in the same plant. Yeah. Uh, it's and they recently did a test between between them, um, uh, and Amarok. And a wild track, and the wild track came came way on top. They're like, they're like, yeah, it's it's the best car of the three. Yeah, 
why would you spend extra on a on a X class is beyond me because you're just getting a, a you know an, an overpriced Navara. Yeah, it's stupid. So, and on the on the topic of the X class, I feel it was a testing the waters situation for Mercedes. Yeah, and because they probably intend on possibly making their own if the X class would have been very successful. But I feel in their attempt to kind of test the waters, they've they've done a half-assed job. So it's kind of possibly pushed them back. yeah it's probably pushed them back because yeah. if it's not going to sell well they're not going to make it anymore exactly so they, they, there's going to be no attempt at making their own platform and even, I feel it's very unnecessary in the first place but if they did make their own platform would it then push to the 90 grand mark well yeah I mean I've, have you ever seen one on the road I haven't seen one yet yeah I've seen one you've seen one yeah. I think I might have seen one or two okay but it might have been related to the fact that I was near a Mercedes dealership at okay. the time. Yeah, that, uh, yeah even for me too I think because I was right next to one a deal show, I was just seeing it drop. I don't think it had actually number plates on it. It had like the trade plate. Yeah, but yeah, um, definitely not worth the extra money over Navara, to be honest with you. Um, that's just that's just my opinion. But the other day I saw an ad. If they made an X sixty three, that'd be, be cool. Some, that'd be yeah, something. That'd be cool. I I I wouldn't mind that, but they won't do it. They won't. No. I mean, they made a six by six G wagon. I feel they should make an X sixty three. Exactly. I mean, that's a cool car. That is. That's a lot of money, but it's a cool car. Um, what did Mark say? Any in, 2010 Toyota? Any 2010 model Toyota? Overrated. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's not really. Not really. They're, they're, all, they're all pretty. They're all pretty good. Oh, yeah. 2010 Camry is pretty good. I think delivers. You know, so enough just, for its price. Just motoring. Mm. <laughs> Boring, but motoring. Um, basically, a Camry is basically made for like at least kind of a car you know like for government leasing or for in saying that as well like the Hilux working in construction the Hilux is, you see a lot of Hiluxes like all these uh, major companies like John Holland and all that stuff they um they, they lease they buy the car they use it for that time period that they do the project and then they sell it yeah so you see a lot of, I see a lot of Hiluxes I don't see a lot of BT50s or Rangers but mainly I think maybe they've got a, something with Toyota that they've got they probably have an agreement, agreement yeah, or something with Toyota that they just use all their all their cars their pickups for um, thing and then the government uses the cameras for their their purpose so in a way like I said if the if the Hilux was a looked, <laughs> looked and felt like the Ranger I would have bought the Hilux for the reliability yeah but it just doesn't look up to scratch at all just doesn't look that and they don't drive as nice either no because I, I saw a guy that had a Hilux there and it was only 2.8 yeah. so mine's is 3.2 yeah. you're losing it straight away they, that's what that's what I don't get when they brought out the the new Ranger FA, the FX, FX um, they dropped that down to they didn't they didn't leave it at a 3.2 they dropped it down oh is it a 2 litre yeah they dropped it down that's why ah. that's why I'm going why would you why would you bother going for it oh you, you mean the um, uh, the no the uh, Raptor no, the FX4. FX4. The Raptor, oh. the Raptor, I think they still kept it at 3.2. No, it's, it's a new engine, but it's it's um, it's um a four-cylinder engine. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. They dropped yeah. it at one cylinder already. Got a comment? Um, Adrian said, it's a bit off topic, but where do you think the line is between rice and tuna? It's with, a, that is a good question. The line is where the crust is cut off. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> I'm Bullshit, sorry. Bullshit, no one likes to tuna here. Um... Yeah, that, that is a good question. Line between ricer and tuna. That line is, I think, primarily in the attitude of the owner. Like, 
you can okay, explain further. You you can modify your car, particularly if we're looking at the rice side, purely in you know appearance, and still not be classified as a ricer. If it's just you know you're enjoying your car, you're customizing it to your taste, yeah. and kind of just having it there. It's to the point where you put on modifications that makes your car look like it probably has a lot more speed or has you know performance modifications that it doesn't actually have. Yeah. It's where you're implying that your car is performance-wise not stock, probably faster, you know, and considerably faster. All show no go. Yeah, all show no go, where you're kind of pushing that palette of, hey, look at my car, it's really fast, but it's just a stock shitbox. Yeah. I think that's where the, the push becomes, it's your attitude towards how you're modifying your car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree there. Also, Plasti Dip is not a mod. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, basically, if you just plastic dip in your wheels and putting your fart can on mm-hmm. and speak spoiler and say, yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a tuner. No, you're not. That's rice. That's stuff that's really not going to do much, do anything. Um, the, other, the other day I saw a guy with a, um, I think it was a Commodore, a Commodore U. And he the had... The Chev badge? Chev badge on it? Yeah, that's... It's the rice. That. He, had, he had the Commodore, but he had... He had Made a spoiler out of wood and put it on the back. Of, Fair of it to him. <laughs> or we can see the thing, the wind just got solid. <laughs> <laughs> just got he couldn't could actually afford a solid wood. He bought like MDF or something. MDF, yeah. like, <laughs> I thought it was balsa wood for the thing. It going fly off in a minute. It'll break. But I feel it's, it's the, the notion of pretend performance. Yep. Um, like you, you can have a car that looks ridiculous but also has a performance to boot. I feel that's that's very much tuner. It's yep. you know, it's all it's pretty much where you're trying to show your car off is a lot of people have slow cars that you know, they show up, they make them look different. That's totally cool. But they're not, you know, claiming that they've they're putting down nines at hundred and you know, sixty five miles and doing all that. Do, do, you remember, do you remember that guy from that video on YouTube? Um he had like a three thousand GT uh, GT and um he's like, Yeah, I converted it to front wheel drive and I was pulling like eight on the quarter mile. <laughs> I was like, he was talking that much shit. People were recording it. They're like, oh, I have to find the video. So I, so- I got to see the video. One of the, the closest videos to that I've seen is a guy that was actually taking the piss. Um, he had a beat up Civic. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, it runs like eight and a half. And, you know, it's so light. And I'm taking on V8s and shit. Stock Civic. And the guy that was listening was like believing him. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. He's like, I know they're really fast and shit. And the guy sold it pretty well. It was pretty funny. That's not bad. Look, credible credit is due. That's 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 fair enough. <laughs> I think just another thing with them, Tuniverse, um, Tuniverse Ricer, Tuners spend a lot of time making like you know, adjusting things and making mm-hmm. their cars right. You know, doing it for purpose, basically. You know, you you don't get that with a Ricer. You're just doing that. You just say, hey, you know, look at my car, but. I think he's commented again. Is it Adrian again? Yeah, yeah. Adrian agrees that plastic dip is not a mod. <laughs> and the only reason he's asking is um, apparently adding a body kit and riveting guards is Ricer. Uh, yeah, it's on a JZX100. Yes, it's that's, Chaser. That's decently fast. And I, I once again, if. Chaser are not bad. Yeah. Ch- Chaser are yeah. good. They're pretty good. Cars, yeah. it's, it's all about the attitude of saying. It's a glorified camera. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought it was at the start when I looked at it. And then no. I'm. And then I'm like, oh no, it looks, it looks sounds alright. People put Camry badges on them, oh, really? just just to like, yeah, just to like shit with people. It's oh. hilarious. I love it. It's it's purely about the attitude thing. Like if 
if your understanding is, yes, this is a modification, it's not going to increase my car speed at all, but it's for me, I appreciate it, that's cool. If you're going to put, you know, like a bonnet scoop... That has no holes in it. <laughs> that's not connected just, to the engine. Just, yeah, with two-sided tape. Like, I don't know. And, and making, you know, like like putting... Essentially getting a stock, what is it, 2.5 RS Impreza. Yes. And then sticking the, the WRX or the STI bonnet on it. And then having me ask you questions about your exhaust, which you reply to, I don't have a turbo. Um, yes. I think that that's, that's on the riser end. Yeah. Well, on the topic of, like, fender flares and stuff, look, it's not my thing. I'm not... I'm not yeah, you know, like I respect it. Um, it and some cars it looks awesome. I think on a lot of cars it looks kind of overdone. It's it's you know, a lot of the golf scene does a lot. Does a lot. You know, mm. it's good. Like I've I've got I've got no issue with it. Um, you're right though. Like your car, your car's got to go. So you know you, you can make it. You know f- for that aspect you can extend like put bigger wheels, fatter tires. It actually be purposeful. You know, and and you have to do it for, for legal reasons to to you know for, for your guard to to obviously be. To cover, it, to cover yeah. it, so it's got a purpose. It's not exactly rice. Rice would be you've done your fender flares and you've kept the original wheels, or you've you've put other wheels, crappy tires, just just for stance. Like 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 there's people with um, for example, like you know golfs. I, I hate to pick on the golf guys, but they're 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 the kings of doing this. Like golf R's and GTIs, they put them on bags or they and they, and they put like you know massive stretch tires. It's it's all for show. It's to, to me, if it's all for show and it's you know it doesn't have doesn't really serve a purpose, then it then it kind of is rice um, because you're not really getting a performance benefit. A tuners are always after that that extra bit of performance, yeah. and if you're using that extra body kits, like I'm I'm cool with body kits and and um, you know if it's one if it's done tastefully, not if it's done stupid stupidly, but like if you got your fender flares and you've expanded it just so you can put your wheels you can fit your wheels underneath and tires by all means, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a reason behind it, then yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good question. That's a topic that um, I think is it's it's kind of a grey subject in 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 car talk, isn't it? Very much is. Like you got a lot of people with a lot of strong opinions. I mean, you got people that claim if you buy any kind of replica part, you're an asshole because you're not supporting the original manufacturer. When the original manufacturer is charging ridiculous eight amount. times the price exactly. of the replica, yeah. when you know, for example, rims. If you want Volk T thirty seven, you're paying what twelve hundred dollars a rim. Yeah, so yeah, it's like over four grand a set. Yeah, so you, you're paying upwards of you know five grand or close to five grand a set. When my car for myself is worth what ten ten grand at most, I'm not paying half the price of the car yeah. in rims because no insurance company would ever give me no god no. give me the money. And if I can get a set for you know twelve thirteen hundred, I'm not going to you know take it to the track and you know Fresh act like it's forged. Yeah, yeah. But I feel that's a reasonable price to pay. Yes, Volk did do the the quote unquote R and D and you know created the design, but at the same time, like I think they've made their money in selling their rims at that price. There are plenty of people paying that price and buying those rims. So if you got a sixty thousand dollar car, you you should be buying the Volks. I feel. Yeah. Um, but for us people, like for like you know a lot of us that can't afford the expensive parts, but the parts that'll that'll do do just as good a job. Well, not exactly like perfect as 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 a as a, you know like a Volk wheel, but you know put it on there and and are happy with it. By all means, you should you. Should, I don't think um I don't think you should be you should be hated on specifically. Like if you got like a, like a two thousand dollar car with you know fake T thirty sevens. Well, let's say rotors. Rotors are good. Rotors are good wheels. They're, they're not bad. Uh, I mean, even um, uh, yeah, yeah. The DK DK reps them. Yeah. So uh, they're they're even in Forza. You know, yeah. Like, that's you know, okay. They copied the style, but they're 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 their own company, and they're 
at a fraction of the cost. Like, like legit, you can get a set for like a grand. You know, if that's all you can afford, and if it makes you happy, and you'll be like, yeah, I've got, I've got wheels in my car, by all means, yeah. And as long as you're not touting them to be the original article. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important. If somebody asks you what they are, you should be up and up front and honest. 100%. Um, because that, that I can very much agree with being kind of, if you're being disingenuous and telling people you've got something and you don't, yep. that's, that's coming back into the Ricer camp. Yeah. And Adrian says uh, he appreciates the answers. It's keeping him in the right mindset to continue working on the car. You're welcome, Adrian. You know? No, it's good. Send us, send us through some photos. It'd be good, it'd be good to see the progress. Um, you can even put them on the page if you're interested. We're just joined by Jason. I'm Jason. Hey, Jason, how you going, man? Good to have you. Good to have you watching on to the show. Uh, overrated cars. So if you've, well, so that's the main overarching topic of, of tonight. But we've kind of kind of drifted on. So if you think an overrated car for the price, pop it in and, and we'll discuss. I'll throw one that technically isn't here yet, but it, given the information we have of it, it's overrated. The Camaro SS. Mm. Yeah, for ninety grand, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You can see a direct competitor, the Mustang. Thirty grand cheaper. Yeah, thirty grand cheaper, and it'll probably run just as fast. I mean, and you can get it in a manual. Definitely, that's important. Yeah, well, fast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Buying a damn automatic, I don't know. But yeah, I just think it's thirty grand too expensive, and I can understand why. You know, it's a lot of R and D and stuff to get all, to make it all you know over to to the right side of the road. Inverted commas, um, but it's. Yeah, but in saying that, like, if you want to Camaro, by all means, that's what they say. But how far is it true? If it does take that much of a price to change it over from a left to See, right, given what you've said, because there are companies that have already been doing transfers, yeah. steering transfers over, like crossover car conversions, and a few other places, uh, usually in the eastern suburbs yeah. of Melbourne. And I'm pretty sure they themselves would do a Camaro for close to like a hundred, maybe hundred and ten. Yeah. And usually a lot of, like, sometimes they also do ZR1s, or ZL1, sorry, ZL1s, yeah. for, the, for the Camaro. Um, and then you'd be looking a little bit more. But if they're, you know, a small boutique business doing this, and they're able to get comparable costs, I feel doing it on a larger scale yeah. that GM is doing, yeah. they should be able to bring, obviously they're going through HSV, a, HSV really. or yeah. World Control and all that. Um, so I can kind of see them, I, I, if they were charging maybe 70, starting at 70, so they they are more expensive than the Mustang, but it's not so different. The, yeah. Where you're you you're you know you're just forced to draw like you're not getting the extra value in the car. Um, but are they selling the Camaro in other markets such as the UK? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they are. I mean, if they were, they'd be able to reduce the cost because they, they'd be able to just bring them here in Dorman and send them in wherever the hell they wanted, really. But again, for ninety grand, it, it, they're not worth it. And it, it it seems like a decision that GM wasn't fully behind, and obviously no, they're not. They're yeah. not. They're not behind it. So um, they're, they're taking care of it in Australia, and that explains kind of the price. Where I feel it could have been a new kind of open market for them if they wanted to. I mean, people embrace Mustangs in Europe and well, the a, UK. In Germany, it's the number one selling sports car. Yeah. Mustang. So so opening kind of the Camaro up to that kind of market as well, and to the UK, I think that could have worked for them. Um, it could, but I don't think I don't think they will at, at this price point anyway. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to have a Camaro there because it's something different, and it's yeah, it, it's it's definitely cool. I'm I'm I'm, I'm all, I, I really like the Camaro. I reckon, I reckon it's a great car. I saw one the other day. Look nice. Look nice. Yeah, look nice, but it looked just like I say, like tell me about when they're getting the SS. We're not we're not getting anything special. Yeah, it looked just like probably too showy. Yeah, like it was too. They're very plasticky at the front. Yeah, end. and yeah. like too, how can I say it? Like, Bubbly? 
like everything was all like narrow. Yeah. So like it wasn't like bold, no bold to the car. Everything was all like like straight lines and yep. narrow at the front. So I don't know. To me, if you're gonna spend that much, you rather just stick with the the Mustang, Mustang. instead of going going for the Camaro. The other an ad an ad of a car I saw it the other day, and um, I think it was on a, a YouTube ad. I saw it. I seen it. Rolls Royce coming out with a SUV. SUV, yeah. They're that? all doing it. Yeah, I've, I've seen pictures of it. I've seen videos Starting of it. Starting at, oh, don't quote me, but I think it was over 120. No, it'd be way more than that. Have to be. It's a Rolls. What, 1.2 1. million? <laughs> that sounds about right. It was, no, no, sorry. I was thinking of the wrong car. It was about 600 or something. Yeah. About over, over uh, sorry, it was over half, over half a million. Um, We're talking US or? Oh, I don't know what it was. I don't know. Well, I don't know what the ad, but the ad was played in Australia. So okay. that's probably here. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was just looking at it, and um, yeah, all of it had it had suicide doors. Yeah, the back for yeah. the back. Yeah, yeah. so open up sideways, and um, but yeah, just I don't know. Just they put so much effort into the ad and everything. How many of those cars are actually gonna sell? sell? Well, you know what though. That, that brings up a whole not, another kettle of fish. Do you reckon that Rolls is a like? I mean, it's an experience, and it's it's like an honor to be in a Rolls. But do you reckon they are that they are worth? They should be worth that much money. I mean, they, there's a lot of craftsmanship that goes into them, and I get that. Even with like the you know, high end Maybachs and stuff, they are handmade in, in, at the most part. But six hundred grand, like seven hundred grand, it's it's more than more than my bloody house. <laughs> when you're looking at that kind of oh yeah, no worries, yeah. <laughs> When you're looking at those kind of price points for those kind of cars, like I feel myself gravitating a bit more towards Bentleys. Yeah, because they're more affordable. They're, they're more affordable, but affordable, they're yeah. at the same time offering that kind of like you're you're driving in a bed luxury. Yeah, they also like uh, they offer quite a bit of performance as well. Continental GT. Yeah, the Continental GT is a beast. Was it not? It was the one they used in uh, Top Gear Australia when they did the Australia visit. Um, when uh, James May had uh, the GTR. Ah, uh, yeah, yes, yes, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Clarkson had the to BMW. Honest, if I wanted to experience a Rolls Royce, I'd go to Dubai and um, stay in that hotel that looks like a sail ship yeah. in, the middle of the, in the middle of the ocean. Stay in there. If you stay in there, you get a Rolls Royce for your entire stay. Are you serious? Yeah. <coughs> you, get, you get to literally, you get to, you don't get to drive it, but you get to, like, as that, just your personal car for the whole time. So if you stay there a week, you've got that for the whole week. That's What's the cost of the stay at the hotel, though? It's, uh, I think it's about, the base was about, I think, eleven or 1200 a night, Australian. It's not too bad. So if you stay there for a couple of nights. It's seven star, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. So, yeah, you go your own personal butler and everything. Right. <laughs> it comes into your room. That's mad. Does everything for you, so. Better at $1,200 a night. <laughs> yeah. But I better be getting, like, you know, uh, anything for free if it's if it's that. Yeah. What you could do is be a gambler. Yeah. And then get into a casino, and then you get put into the penthouse for free. <laughs> or you also got to lose... You also got to lose, lose 250 grand a night at the casino. You know, <laughs> but that's a story for another time. Yes. yes. Um, one car in particular, I, I, it's... Again, it's it's, an, it's another JDM classic, the DC5 Integra, which is also well, yeah, impressive as hell. We can talk. We'll just uh, you go right ahead. So we'll get back to Honda's anyway because there's a, that's a whole other kettle of fish for for me. Mark IV Supras. Mm. 
they're not. There's a guy asking, "What? Well, I think it was hundred grand." Yeah, I think it was hundred. They're not a hundred grand cars. I'm, I'm sorry. These, I mean, I mean in the, in the states, there were <laughs> maybe there was gold on the engine. Some people consider it or something. Some people consider <laughs> three years ago in Australia, these cars were like for a turbo six-speed manual, um, like a really, really nice example. The the most you'd spend would be forty grand, yeah. most for the best one in yeah, the country. Exactly, yeah, you'd be able to get one for twenty grand all day, yeah. all day. I remember when I was looking at them when I first got my license. Yeah, they weren't like the best one you could get was about I think it was a like forty-two or something yeah. like that. Best one in the country, yeah. like the best one you'll get, six-speed, like really clean, unmolested example. Now people are asking a hundred grand for them just because the states has like run out of supers because they're they're all they're all destroyed. But I, I look, I get the the two J's legendary car, also a legendary engine, but not worth. It's just it's just not a hundred grand car to me. It's fifty grand, sixty grand. That's pushing it. Seventy grand's you better have. It better be the best car in the world. Better have zero Ks on it. Yeah, <laughs> but not a hundred grand. I don't know. That's just me. What do you think? No, I definitely agree, and I'm going to bring back the GTR. But I feel... Well, the GTR tax is ridiculous. Yeah, the GTR tax is ridiculous, but I feel when you can compare the two side by side, the GTR was a lot more techie. Yes, it is. Like, for, for its time, it had a lot more kind of features that commanded kind of its premium. Whereas Supra, it's a very basic sports car. It's got an incredible engine and an incredible gearbox. Apart from that, it's, it's a pretty very basic. it's a heavy car it's, yeah it's oh, pretty yeah, it's, heavy. it's a pretty basic sports car yeah. um, it doesn't have anything like amazing it has that like cockpitty feel and you know the driver's seat but the rest of it's just kind of eh I still like the way it looks yeah it, 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 it looks nice I reckon it's age, age better than, than a GDR oh. I reckon it's age better than the 34 oh well 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll save that discussion for another time but uh, <laughs> but definitely like the rest of the car itself, you're not getting much. Yeah, no, I, I I agree there. It's it's still a good sports car. Um, it was still really it was. I mean, I think the Supra was ahead of its time in, in a lot of ways, but it's not a hundred grand car. I'm sorry, in anyone's books, it shouldn't be a hundred thousand dollar car. No. Got a comment from is that Adrian again? Uh, yeah, he goes uh, agrees with you, Matt. That uh, Supras are not a hundred grand car. That, and they shouldn't be. Like the whole idea of an affordable sports car was what like Toyota Toyota did. Like you know. Two supers were supposed to be, you know, like, you know, like, like, like GDRs were supposed to be um, a poor man's Ferrari, you know, so to speak. You know, like you actually get performance, reliability, you know, out of a out of a car for you know, for, for cheaper pricing. So, if you're if you're increasing the pricing that the beyond recognition, it's you know the whole reason these cars get cult status is because because their affordability and and what they can do. Um, I mean, you look at you look at VL turbos, for example. A clean VL Calais these days is like fifty grand. Yeah. Turbo Calais, yeah. uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, VL Calais like turbo is not fifty. It's not fifty grand's worth. Thirty grand for the best one in the country, but fifty grand. It's one. There's none left. Two eligible for club roads. Three people will say, "Oh, I had them back in my day," and they, they, yeah. were, they were quite quick. You got to remember these these are old cars now: GDRs, Supras, you know, um, VLs. Even XSX turbos and stuff are getting are getting that old. Yeah. So, you know, in that aspect, I just don't think they deserve the not yet anyway. Like another twenty years down the track, yeah, if there'd be none left. So yeah, hundred grand, okay, because they they just don't exist. But to be able to to be able to ask, hey, look, someone will pay for it. They're definitely not going to be me, be me. But if you got the money, by all means, go for it. But yeah, 
stupid, I, I think. Now, back on Civics and Hondas. Just Hondas in general. Hondas in general. <laughs> I'm sorry, but an EP3 is not a $20,000 car. An EP three shouldn't be worth more than a than a um, than an S two thousand. Yeah, I feel even an S two thousand at this point. S two thousands are, I think, are a bargain of the century at this point. But are they still? Well, the, the crappy ones are on the fifteen mark, are you? But yeah, you you can get a decent one for fifteen to fifteen to twenty. But they still haven't. For their age, they still haven't... Like, a lot of times, when I was looking at the, yeah. the S2000 on my P's, yeah. they're hovering around the same kind of price. Yeah. A little They've bit been cheap, there for a while. Like, maybe they were about 25 to 23. But still, the fact that, you know, I've been off my P's, you know, for, what, four years now? It's been more? And I was on my P's for four years. Like, eight years of difference. I feel the cars, they haven't gotten any newer. They haven't gotten any better. But yeah. Um, they've only gotten older and crapper, and they already weren't a very good car to begin with. <laughs> but okay, you say that. All right, I know how much you hate, you hate the S two thousand, but they were a seventy grand, seventy five grandish car when they were new. Let's say back. Let's say like for like from two thousand and three, two thousand and four. You can pick one up for under twenty grand now. Um, there's some other cars you can get with a lot. Okay, they're not they're not inverted commas sports cars, but like you can get like for example, uh, club sports. GDSs, or probably not, you probably won't get a GDS, I should say, but you can get like Typhoons, GTs, all that sort of stuff. More power, same money. And they were the same money back then. So, I mean, cars that are like that, they, they don't depreciate uh, as, as hard as like, you know, like, like, you know, like a basic, like, like let's say, like, like a Camry, whatever it is. You know, for example, if we look at, if we look at um, Focus RSs or we look at uh, C63s, and early C63 is is a 15-year-old car. Oh, sorry, not a 15-year-old. I shouldn't say that. Probably it's a, it, over 10 years old now. They still command 60 grand, yep. 60, okay. 70 grand. So, you know, it, for that type of car, whereas if you look compared to, to, to the comparative, um, let's say, comparative C-Class, you would get a C-Class for all day under 20 grand or under uh, 10 grand, yeah? But because it's that it's the motor, it's, it's special, that's why the S2000s are on that price. That's why F6s are that price, yeah? So... In that comparison, I, I see EP3s. They're yeah, you know, they're fun little little hot hatches, but they're not a twenty thousand. They shouldn't be worth more than an S two thousand when they, when they're a cheap car to begin with. That, they shouldn't be worth definitely shouldn't be worth more than S two thousand. I'll yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Still feel the S two thousand at this point should drop a bit. <laughs> How much do you think an S two thousand is worth then? So do you think an S two thousand is an overpriced car? At twenty, yes. Okay. At twenty or more, I feel it's an overpriced car. Okay. Why? <sighs> It's hard to describe. I mean, the car itself isn't all that grand. When you're considering, you could buy, as you said, like a BA F6. Okay, but like for like, it's a BA F6 is not a sports car, but same the performance wise, it's a it's a better car. Okay. So, like exactly, you can buy a better car. Which, at this point, these cars aren't sold anymore, right? Yeah. So the even the S2000 aren't sold, sold anymore. anymore. But these cars were built in one country, one country alone. Kind of, I feel the supply for these cars is more limited. And, you know, you're looking at a, at this point, I feel a rarer car, considering how much luck you had getting your uh, rear bar. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> compared, to, as, compared to those cars, I feel the value proposition isn't as much. They're still a pretty damn, like, valuable car. I still think they're still a little bit overpriced. Yeah. And as time goes on, they'll probably get more and more overpriced. Okay. Well, in, in comparison, I just think... I, I think, yeah... 15 to 20 grand is where, is where they should be. They won't get any lower than that. 
I can I can tell you that now. You you won't find an S two thousand in ten years time for ten grand. You won't. No. You find one that once again fifteen twenty possibly even getting appreciating, yeah. and you'll be filling it with oil every week. You know, if that's what you want, that's what you want. But it's a terrible car. And then we'll be discussing how it's overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> but see, look, in comparison, to EP three is twenty to twenty five grand. They were like a thirty grand brand new car fifteen years ago. You know, it's for me the the whole idea of like a, like a quick people out of car. Yeah, they're they're quick, but you can get like XR five turbos. You can get you can get a HSV Astra for like you know eight grand, and they're quicker. Um, you know, they're better performance car than than let's say let's say an AP three. But hashtag VTEC uh, VTEC squad. Um, so the dude that was trying to sell his uh, what is it DC five Integra. For I think it was twenty, had like a hundred and twenty thousand Ks on it and stuff like that. Just it's like your car's not worth that much. Yes, it says Type R, but there's a lot of better cars you can get for the money. Yeah, I mean they they drive nice, like they go they go okay. They're they look, not a twenty grand car. Yeah, they look pretty nice, and I would have been happy to have one when I was on my P's. But but they've been a twenty grand for years, forever. Yeah, they just kind of don't fall down. Like I know the demand's there for them, but I just don't think they're a, they're a twenty grand. Especially car. as the case, like people that do have them drive them. Drive them, yeah. No one really lets it sit, so you're getting like cars that have that'll have three hundred thousand Ks on them, and like twenty grand. I know what I got. It's like, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, that, that same proposition again. Like for example, if I was looking at an F six or looking at one of those, I'd be buying the F six. I'd be like, well, you know, like I love four cylinder performance cars, but I can't justify that price for for that old, that performance. It's just not me. Like, like, like they're they're a good car. Okay, an, an older one, a DC two R, with the you know the circle headlights, like the, the original C molded chassis one. They they're cheap these days. They're like they're like fifteen grand max, like like for a cheap one. They're a more raw experience, and you're paying for that. That like that's a homologated car. I can see why that car's worth fifteen grand. That's, to me, that car should be worth more than a DC five, even though a DC five's newer. So that's more of a special car to me. But yeah. Honda's are a whole other ballpark, I think. Of what, of what I know what I've got. Yes. <laughs> you know what I haven't seen in a while. What? No new um, Commodores. I saw one today. You mean insignias? Insignia, yes. Yeah. We call them what they are on this show. <laughs> An Opal. Opal, yes. Another famed Opal product. Just why? Why? Why disintegrate the whole the Commodore look? They they shouldn't have called it a Commodore no. first a full start. They Holden's have in massive trouble. Left the last Commodore as what it was. Yep. Because now people are going to remember, like new you, young age people are going to look at that and go, oh look, that's a Commodore, you know, but that's not. It's not what it is. Yep. Coming from where it's came, where the Commodores have come past, coming down to something that just looks like a normal car. Yeah. Like, like before, I remember before you see a Commodore, you you know, oh yeah, that's a Commodore. Yeah. But now you got to look twice to see oh, what what is that car? What is that? Know? Yeah, yeah. You go, what is that car? Is it a Mazda Six? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just think um, yeah. I saw I saw a black one today. It was a VXR, so it's the this this sports one. Is that the two hundred seventy kilowatts? No, it doesn't even have that. It's it's like it's less than that. It's it's a naturally. It's not even turbo. Kilowatts. It's naturally aspirated. Considering the last insignia VXR was all-wheel drive, turbocharged. Quite a decent amount of power. The new ones, the, the new Commodores are lit down. Wait, wait, wait. What's the highest power out of uh, it's, like, it's like over 200 just, I think, from memory. I could have sworn they had a model that was close to that figure and they, that was their, it's our replacement for people that bought SS's. No, that's the VXR front wheel drive. Um, yeah, front wheel drive, 
V6, non-turbine, naturally aspirated air car. That's that is their SS replacement. So that is, that is why so, they're not so, selling. So, so the SS that pulled out 270 kilowasps. Yeah. To uh, I always say kilowasps. kilowasps yeah. It's got to have it now. Um, down to you know the rear wheels. They're going to replace that with a car with less power. Yep. And it's front wheel drive. Yep. Again, this is the reason why Holden's like offering people. Okay, yeah, piece of advice, people: if you want to buy a brand new car, go to Holden first, and then go buy the car you actually want to buy, and they'll give you five hundred dollars. It's it's legit. It's it's Holden's going to be losing more money by doing this because they're not selling anything. But but yeah, um, scroll up, Tyrone. I want to see what it is, it is. there was a comment. There was a comment. What was that comment? It's making for good podcast material right now. Is that from Adrian again? Yeah. What's he said? Hey guys, um, sorry for over commenting, but don't be sorry. It's all good. It's an interesting topic, um, but the but I think the SK SK twos are a bit overpriced. Um, yeah, R thirty three GTSs, Chasers, um, Civics, and majority of the JDM cars that don't. Oops. One sec. Go back. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that don't have the top of the line uh, badge is it example GDR Supras uh, Type R are a lot cheaper but are better performed to start from start from more power handling yep. and all around better car That that is a good point I mean for example you, you can get like a uh, let's say an R34 GTT yeah R34 GTT 12 grand all day for like the best one in the country yeah well, probably not best one, but like fifteen. Yeah, there, there, thereabouts. A GTR, I don't think, is an extra hundred and twenty thousand dollars more yeah. th- than that. It's, it's, yeah. it's not. It just isn't. It, it doesn't give you. Yeah, it doesn't give you that much more you, car. I mean, you, you're not going. You're not getting that much more thrills out of out of being in a GTR than you are in. Like, okay, yeah, it's got more power. It's got all drive this that, and the other. Nine but times out of ten, the experience is you're not going to be on it to, uh, the whole time. And like, okay, you can't get the all drive, but I feel if you can throw down an R34 GTT for fifteen, you can, probably, you can probably spend another, even if you want, like five to ten. You'd be quicker than a GTR. Yeah, you'd be quicker than GTR. Yes, you won't have the all drive, but you can get a car that gives you a very comparable experience. You can set, for, a, you can set the chassis upright. Yeah, for significantly less money. Like the fact that you can buy the car many times over and do it up to have a comparable experience. You can't justify the GTR's price. Got a few more comments from Matthew James, Mr. Mr. Kiev's brother. Um, yeah, you guys, question for you guys. Um, should Anthony add the Kiev's in the uh, oven? Has he put the Kiev's in the oven? Um, I think Anthony's responded there. Uh, can't talk with Matty J? Yes. yes. He, says, he says, yes, yes you Matthew do need James the Kiev's. Win. Yep, so, so I mean, this is a big important point. The Kiev's are in the oven. That's, that's the main thing. And Adrian. and Adrian goes, uh, there is an all-wheel drive Commodore. That has come out. Well, that has come out. Seen one on the street. was interesting. Yep, they are. Um, it's oh, yeah, it, inverted commas Commodore. Yeah, inverted <laughs> all-wheel drive. Um, for some reason, and I don't know why, if, if, if Holden's in, listening to this 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 thing, please answer me. Actually, I think I've, the answer was like, it wasn't needed. They offer all-wheel drive in like the Calais and stuff, but they don't, they don't offer it in the VXR. They're like, they're like, oh, because it's. I think there was like no point. <laughs> so they they offer it in the Calais Tour as well in the wagon and all that stuff, but they won't offer it in their sports like their main sports version. It's, it makes no sense. So this is this is. As what the, what the hell? Holds, this as the name says, all wheel drive like constant. 
Full I think it's like a hell deck system for, for memory. So like if if it's if it loses grip, it'll send it to the back. It's it's like the bullshit one in the seat. It's, it's, it's half us. It's four wheel drive, not all wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm specific about my all wheel drive. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. no, I'm not. That just but that's very half assed I just think for their performance car, it should have had a bit more. I mean, it, I reckon it, it doesn't look too bad. The VX, I, I reckon it's quite a nice looking car, especially in silver. I'm not. A, I'm not. I, I don't really like silver cars, even though I bought one. Um, but. I reckon it's... It I don't, silver cars are great, great cars. What's wrong with you? So yours is grey. Yours is not silver. Keep out of here, mate. Mine's aluminium. Aluminium. What colour is that? <laughs> All right, but, I'll, take, I'll take it back. But, but just, just pulling out the figures, yeah, the, the 3.6 litres only got 235 kilowatts. Yeah. In what world did Holden say, yes, it'll fill the gap left by the SS Commodore? It just won't. <laughs> it How just, are you going to pull out three, 35 kilowatts? Are these engineers talking again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is, engineers understand power. You're going to pull out 35 kilowatts and be like, yes, it'll be fine. No. The bean counters. That's but, what the issue is. And it's just a lovely comparison between that and the uh, the Stinger GT. Yeah, I read that comparison. Very comparable pricing. I mean, yeah, it's almost a second quicker to 100. I saw the Stinger in the road the other day. Yeah, nice car. That's nice, yeah. And uh, it's getting well, a little bit worse fuel, but pulling out those 272 kilowatts, which... Given the turbocharged power, I feel there'll be tunability there. Like people the getting all drive, yeah. it's proper sports it's proper sports sedan. I mean, it's it's not a half assed effort like the like the VXR is. I, I am interested to see who brings out the tunes first for the the stingers. Has there been any news on that? I'm not too sure, I haven't heard much, but it shouldn't be too far away. It's I think the first thing we'll be seeing we'll be seeing some blow up, we'll seeing how much they can get to before they before we know where, where their where their limit is before we start excuse me, building motors. Because how much car advice, uh, I think the car advice, they took it one, took one to a dyno. It put, it put good power down. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't lose much. And I reckon you could get them to 300 at the wheels. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have, you know, a family sedan with 300 at the wheels, I think you're, you're laughing. I mean, 300 at the wheels in general is a shitload. So. You're um, scaring your, your kids and your significant other. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's that's a good point, Owen. You made it's it's an, they're not worth the money. No, not worth the money. So, but if you want to buy a new car, you want to make five hundred dollars, go to Holden test drive. Like, oh yeah, I'll just try another car. Buy that with the one you rest you want. You get five hundred dollars cash. It seems kind of like they're really a, desperate. A, a blind, desperate they but are. it seems like a blind side by Holden because if, as you said, th- that's a very nice loophole. You're just like, I, I intend on buying another car. I'm just going to go to Holden to. Just get a nice five hundred dollars. <laughs> it's it's a bit mean to do, but still funny. Five hundred dollars in your pocket? Why not? Yep. As a, they've been in trouble for a few for a few months now, so I'm seeing a few more Commodores on the road, though. Like I'm not gonna lie, I've seen a few more in there, but I see a shit ton more Rangers. I see a shit ton more anything than yeah. than them at the moment. So I've seen. I don't know. I don't know. Is it, is it me or is it <laughs> every time? You buy a car, you see... Ah, oh, that, that, that's a natural that's phenomenon. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see a lot of them everywhere. Yeah, you, you're looking out for those cars. Yeah. But that being said, in terms of the Ranger, it's... But they have picked up a lot. Yeah, like, you just... Like the, I think it was the number one car selling in June, so you'd be bound to see them more on the roads as well. Um, the cars are naturally selling more. Near, near tax time, that's Yeah, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta get those benefits. Our account <laughs> was telling us, like, just just buy a ute, it'll be fine. You can write it off, you know? You can write some of it off. And I said, do you want to lend me the money? Yeah. Just yep. you gotta have the money on hand, man. But or get finance. But I'm not a big fan of finance, particularly on cars. Yeah, you're paying ridiculous amounts of interest. Unless it's like a really, really low rate, then mm. I don't mind. But yeah, but overall, um, 
financing is quite expensive. Um, the four-wheel drive of Toyota... Um, Kluger? RAV4? No, that's not a four-wheel drive. FJ Cruiser? <laughs> no, no, the other one. Land Cruiser? The new one that just came out. Oh, the... Um, oh, I just forgot the name. Come on, I'm giving you cars, four-wheel drives. Yeah, it's the, it's hi- the highlight, the Fortuner. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Um, what, what do you think of that? Because I'm looking at getting that. What, you're selling the Range on? No, I'm going to sell, I'm going to get, I'm just going to get that. It's a Hilux, it's a Hilux based. Um, so it's like the, um, it'll hold like its the value. Everest, like the Everest. Like the, the Everest, yeah. It's, it's essentially that, like. Because I was looking at the Everest, the Everest, um, what's the top of the range of the Everest? Is yeah, that the, the titanium. Titanium, yeah, because you've got the trend. Yep, trend, 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 trend's middle range. Yeah. Um, Trend doesn't have automatic emergency braking, does it? I don't know. Because it crashed into me. <laughs> so buy the titanium if you're going to buy it, please. Um, yes, the, the titanium. Oh, shit. Titanium, I looked at it, but it's just, I don't know, it's very overpriced. How, how much are they? I think it's, They're close to like 90 grand, aren't they? Fully kitted? I think so, yeah. It's how much are the money. trends? The trends are, I think, about close to 70. Does that have something smaller? they got a base model, don't they? Because how much was the territory when it was sold? Territories, top, it's like a top spec territory. Like in the later years, were like fifty grand, like with everything. So, how do they justify getting rid of the territory and then? I'm assuming they were pushing the buyers of the territories to yeah. Well, the, the, that's its replacement. What's what's the territory? Three point two as well. Two point seven V six oh, twin turbo. Sorry, single turbo. Actually. Didn't they used to have barra? They had the barra, the barra power, barra power, but. Um, the issue with the ter- territory was it wasn't a, like a proper off-roader, whereas the, yeah. that, that is... The territory to me is... As if people are taking these it things... It is a clue, yeah. yeah. As the if the people are taking these things off-road. My dad took his territory off-road. We got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we learned it wasn't an off-road car. That's how we learned it wasn't an off-road car. We, we, yeah, we... <laughs> I think I've said this story before on the show, but we, we went... It was like a full-wheel drive truck. And we're like, Dad, should we be going? He's like, oh, it, it'll make it. It'll be fine. And like... Your dad always optimistic. Always optimistic. My <laughs> Michael's all had like you know jacked up hiluxes and shit. Fair call, we made it. We made it, but we couldn't get back. So, <laughs> um, and we, we were going through ruts on the sand, and it was like a massive jump, which you don't, you know, you, you can't see on the sand. And we well, we hit it at like ninety, and it was, and it was like how the the car was like six months old at the time, and we landed that hard. Shit's flying all over the car. My dad's yelling. He's like, "You telling me to drive faster?" <laughs> Always blame someone else. Always blame someone else. It's, this is your fault. I swear it's your fault. But yeah. No, it's a sense fault. It shouldn't have been there. <laughs> oh, jeez. But we started to panic because the tide was coming back in. Like when we had to go back, going back. I'm like, shit, we got to get out of here. Yeah. So then we got bogged on soft sand. My uncle towed us out. Then he got stuck. So so both cars, like, we had to call another car. That, got, that, that pulled us all out. And then we, we, we're essentially just towing each other like the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking of the uh, either the Everest or the uh, Fortuner. Everest is good, except when they run into alum. Exactly. But that's the thing. Like for the price wise, like to me, the Everest and the Fortuner. <laughs> How much is the Fortuner starting up? The Fortuner is a bit cheaper. I think the top of the range Fortuner was under sixty or close to sixty. That's not bad. That's not a bad. That's not bad. That's not a bad option actually. Yeah, it's not bad. If it's the top of the range. Yeah, top of the range. That's, that's like SR5 quality. Like, that's got yeah. everything in it. Okay. That's what nice. you should buy is the Toyota CHR. Yeah. 
Oh, get, get the hell get off my show get, get I saw that that's the, the other replacement of the raffle I, I, I saw that the, just, yeah. the raffle doesn't sell raffle anymore no, they, they just still do sell the raffle but like that sort of market like you know people like the two door raffles yeah. but then they stopped making the two door yeah. raffles and they just wanted to make the four door big bulky damn yeah. raffles so now so what they've done is they've sort of people demanded for that two door sort of thing to come back so they've sort of changed it and bought it in a new car I saw it for the, for the first time with paying attention at least um, at a Toyota dealership. I think it was on Thursday. And I was like, what the hell is this car? Why is this car? <laughs> you know, it seems... You know what it looks like? It looks like the Duke. Duke, yeah. The Nissan Duke. It seems <laughs> like given its size from where <laughs> I was... The Kona? It's, it's all that same shit. I feel it was more of like something comparable to a CX-3. Yep. So... Once again, why are you buying mm. CX-3 or something? Or, you know, why are you buying these... Why are you buying these cars in general? Yeah. My bus ball when I work. Everyone should just buy a Mustang. There would be a better place <laughs> running into Jolla. Actually, the, we'd, have, we'd have our overpopulation issues kind of sorted. Why don't they just bring the F series in? Well, you so can, much better. So you can get them. Back on, back on the topic of overpriced cars, they are ridiculously overpriced. Oh, they are. They're way over. They're cheap cars in the States. In, they're not in expensive. The, exactly. In the States, they're very cheap. I'm you sorry, they, him, they don't cost 150 grand to convert. No, exactly. You bring them here and they convert them and they sell them for 150, 160 grand. But a lot of times they're selling... F250s and 350s instead because if you get in that car over you might as well just get the big one over yeah exactly yeah, yeah. there's a place there's no point getting an F150 when you're going to yeah get it. Canfield slash yeah. Cool Roo that's doing it and I just asked the question and he's like yeah 150 I was like thank you yeah. that's all I want to know yeah and <laughs> but I don't understand like in, in the States you go there you can buy one so cheap bring it over just to convert it is it that much different to do I mean it's six thing a Raptor on the road though like it's it's freaking yeah. awesome it, they're, they're so I was cool. working one day and I saw um, two F250s parked up in a mechanic shop. I was just look. I didn't. I didn't even notice. Did it you park your range in between them? Like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try to. Um, but yeah, like I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a guy. I actually saw a boat sale ad of a guy. He was selling a boat for forty five thousand. You pay ninety thousand and you get an F250 with it. What? So yeah, he he actually he was selling his F two fifty. He was he goes, I can do a, a complete package for the boat and the F two fifty for ninety thousand. Just gotta find somebody who needs a boat, huh, Tara? Tara, what's a boat? So, uh, so... I would have bought both of them. Should I? Is it still there? <laughs> no, nah, he's gone. Sold now. Um, Screw your fortune. You get that. Yeah. You, you, that sells both your plans. He um, <laughs> anything. What he did to the F two fifty was he took out the, the tub line and he put a tray. He put a tray oh, on yeah. it. But that boat was he that. Um, car that he had was specifically for that boat to tow that boat around because it was that big he just needed to tow that tow with that but yeah I thought that was a really good price like literally if I didn't buy my Ranger then I would have bought that jeez I literally would have bought that yeah. we, got a couple of, we got a couple of F250s at work they're um, attached to small tanks one of them is registered but it's never used what a shame tell them to sell like, it uh, yeah I, so che- I, I, I checked <laughs> the registration on it still and current? it's still current it looked like the card had not been moved in a year, but the registration was current and it had been renewed recently. Jeez, there you it's go. Like companies wasting money, but um, it just why aren't you guys driving that? Can't put much oil on it. <laughs> it, it comes with a small trailer that stores about two thousand liters of oil okay. or something. But uh, it, I think a lot of things go missing in that company. Ah, yes. I'm sure you could probably get somebody who's got administrative access to sign the car over to yourself. Yeah. Just, just, just pop, pop it through this way. If we've been joined for a the only thing that I see is um, the only thing with that car issue is parking. Oh, yeah, huge, especially if you've got a jewelry, they're massive. Like, not only parking in shopping centers or wherever you go, it's just parking even at home. 
We've got you're going to need an oversized garage yeah. to literally park that, that yeah. thing in there. Like, my range can basically barely fit in a normal, standard, double-sized garage. Jeez. So, imagine that. So, you can't put a bull bar or anything on it at the moment, No, not now. Not yet. Who are we joined by? Uh, we've joined by Debbie, Scott, and Nathan. How you going, guys? Thanks for joining us. Overrated cars, we've talked about. But, well, last one, I know it's a four-wheel drive one. I don't think... Uh, was it? GU Patrols... With a four point two, are worth thirty grand more than a standard than a standard just GE with a three liter. Just, just yeah, they're legit that much more expensive than, than even though like they're fifteen years old now. In Dubai, there's a lot of patrols, patrols yeah. a lot of patrols. Like you see them left, right, and center. They're just everywhere. Yeah, just everywhere. But you see a lot of Land Cruisers there too, right? Land Cruisers. Or more patrols. I think I saw more patrols there. Really? Land Cruisers. Land Cruisers. I saw more Land Cruisers like on the um, Desert Safari tours. Like there was a lot of Land Cruisers there. And the guys over there, man, they they love him. They love him. Like this guy, he's had, it, he's had it for like over a year. He's still in service. He's literally still in service. And like he goes, he goes, man, over here, he goes, we can smash him. And they're from Don't everywhere. Care, yeah. They're from everywhere in the sand. It's, I thought we treat cars bad yet, man. You should see how they treat their cars. It is hammer. It sounds like over there, sounds like water to him. Yeah. But he's just splashing sand everywhere, all over him. Um, I've seen a lot, a lot of. Um, patrols out there like normal people that live there driving a lot of patrols out there and then because I asked them I go how, I was curious I go how much is the actual patrol because I see a lot of V8s I'm like these people want to like, obviously I know they're low but like fuel there is cheap though isn't it yeah and um yeah fuel's cheaper than water there are you serious? Yeah, it's more expensive to buy water than to buy fuel. Oh, I'd expect that. I'd <laughs> it expect literally that. is. So, because because there is no water, yeah, they they convert salt water to the yeah, in the diesel. So yeah. obviously, water is more expensive than fuel there. And uh, yeah, <laughs> they're just crazy everywhere. You, all the four wheel drives over there, um, a lot of patrols. A lot That's of patrols. insane. That's pretty interesting. I I know a friend of mine had a patrol. I think his was a V six. <laughs> he. Crashed it many a time, many a time. Usually to the detriment of the, the person he crashed into, of course. Um, but one time, one fateful time, insurance ended up totaling his car. Not because there was anything wrong with the car. He because of his bull bar. His bull bar to replace it. They were like, it's going to cost fifteen grand. That's worth more than your car. What? Apparently. Where's it? Where they getting it from? Was it made of gold? I don't know because he hit. It was a pretty old patrol, but they could not find another bull bar, and they were just like, it's your car's not worth it. Just here's your money. Whoa, that's insane. They're probably just trying to get him out of the car. Yeah, just like yeah. It's like, so he's like, we don't want you driving this. He's, he's like, you've you've cost us like you know eighty thousand dollars in damages at this point, and you've only paid four grand premiums, you know, so far. Yeah. Another thing I was I'm just curious about is um you know when Melbourne gets hit with hail damage and car, a lot of cars get sold off at hail damage. How's it go with insurance? Is it really worth going down that track and buying a hail damaged car? I know you get a lot of cheaper. I mean, it's the cars themselves are usually like a lot of brand new cars get destroyed. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, but you, you can get them. They they still have a. The thing is, they'll be, they'll have a waiver record, mm. so they'll always be classified as, as a salvage total car, like written off car. You gonna wait ten years before it runs away? Actually, no. It's it's if it's if it's. If happened if the car's older than fifteen years old, if he gets written off, but you can we can bring him back on the road and there's no issue. It won't have it won't have a record. But if it's if it's younger than fifteen years old, excuse me, and if he gets a gets a record, it'll be stuck with that car for the rest of its life. Mm. Yeah. 
So That's what the, I was saying. Like, so if the, 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 the right holes happen before the car gets to 15, then they will stick. So I, I got a mate, he, um, he had a head not. He had an old Civic. He had an SU thousand as well. But I, 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 <laughs> tell him his car's shit. <laughs> tell him to come race me. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let him know. I'll let him know next time I see him. Just wait till I get it my tune. Actually, he sold his S two thousand because um, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> he used to track it a lot. Um, he's, he's like, it was a good track car. Anyway, he had this old, this old EK EK Civic, and it was it was beat. Yeah, mm. paint was stuffed. But it was just a daily. And um, basically, he got. He got rear-ended. <laughs> They're like, oh, the car's over 15 years old. Um, you can, we can just pay you out and you can keep your registration and keep driving it. Or you, or we can just take the car off you. He's like, no, he's like, well, the car's fine. I've just, mm. you know, I've been driving it. There's nothing wrong with it. Just, just pay me out. So the rear end stuffed on it, but he's still driving it. Whatever. Copped hail damage. Got right off again. Got paid out. Kept driving oh, it. What? Yeah. Just because it doesn't go on the record of the yeah. car. It's just because if it's over 15 years old. Yeah. So and then, then it got then it got hit a file time and it was like destroyed. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, just got paid off again. It's a pretty yeah. unlucky car. But paid out three times for being written off. Didn't didn't be wasn't put once on the record. Because mm. so, I was thinking like, say, kept this registration as well. Say if I go and buy a hell damaged car, it always have five, a record. And then five years later, I go sell it. No one's gonna buy it. Well, you, you know? you'd buy it, but at a at a lower price. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you really lose out on. And but you're lot- buying it a lot cheaper anyway. You got to remember that. But yeah. a, a lot of customers that might see your car online may just run the register and see that it's been written off and just not yeah. inquire. Not even, yeah. yeah, because, because they don't... As soon as someone says written off, they, they think the worst. You know? Yeah. They think the car's been like totally smashed and then he's just... <laughs> I, bought, I bought a written off car once. I bought one Yeah, because you understand cars, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but like... I, I, I don't blame the entire... The, the person's kind of attitude towards that as well because when you're searching for cars, usually you've got a few options. So you're... First, going to inquire to the car that hasn't have you know doesn't have any kind of record of being written off yeah. whatsoever, so it kind of puts you at a disadvantage. But if you can get a car cheap enough in the f- at the first point, then it won't really affect you. If I was to buy a car and just use it and just thrash it right to the end, right to you wouldn't care. Gone, yeah, I wouldn't care. But like, if I bought a car and then like a couple of years later I wanted to trade it in or wanted to even sell it off, trading in you probably get away with it because like because dealerships just I mean they're, they're going to give you one dollar anyway. Yeah, but um, I think. Like for example, I bought a, I bought a, it was a, it was a hail damaged car. This was my brother's first car. He's a Subaru Liberty, and um, it was written off. It was written off water damage. So like the, the hail's gotten through, like smashed the windows, went through the car. Mm-hmm. Car drove fine. There's no, not, not an issue with it. It was, it was a perfect car, but it had a record on there that it was written off. Um, and that, and that was the, and that was the only, that was the only issue with it. And he sold it to a guy. The guy didn't even do a background, background check. And he bought it. He bought it for actually more than he paid for it. So. I think that's a podcast. What yeah, it's a podcast. We've been, uh, I think, an hour and twelve minutes. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks to all our, our viewers and listeners on 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 Facebook and online. And a special thank you to Adrian. We appreciate your questions. Yeah, there, there were really good questions today. Thanks for that. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Yeah, it's always well, a pleasure. Well, uh, it, um, as, as I said, it's just car talk now. So no, just special Matty J treatment uh, at all. Um, now we're fighting for supremacy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the leader. <laughs> Yes. Tomorrow will be car talk with Alan. It's okay. Yeah. And it'll be car talk with Tyrone on Tuesday. No, I'm working. Ca- <laughs> car, car events tomorrow night. We'll be going yes. to the Shannon's auctions, which we'll be talking about on Tuesday. Are you free Tuesday night, Tyrone? Uh, check your schedule. Come on, and we'll definitely talk about it because they've got three Australian delivered GDRs for sale. 
we know how much GDRs are going for. We just mentioned it. Like, we don't think they're worth as... Okay, Australian delivered GDRs are a bit different to a... Like, they got that rarity factor. There's only about 100 brought in. So they're probably going to be fetching between 100 and 120 grand. It's a lot for an old Nissan. But... Alan, we bring you cash? Your checkbook? Are you bringing your cash, Tom? my credit card. <laughs> It's one of them diamond mm. cards. Yes. The highest Very. range. Yes. Oh, top, top, Platinum. No, nah, diamond's higher. Oh, uh, diamond's higher. Depends on the bank, obviously, yeah. but at my bank, the diamond's higher. Are you you bringing your cash, Tone? It depepends. They're going to have a Dodge Charger, though? Mate. You're going to look at the list? We're going to look at the list. You can look at it tonight. It's up, the list is up there. Mm, I will. Don't you worry. Oh, we'll see tomorrow night. You can put your money where your mouth is. Why? If they got a Dodge Charger there or a... But it has to be like the one that I want, not just any Dodge Charger. Yeah. 68 to 70. You won't be interested. Or a um, Mustang. Mustang, I'm going 70. No. 70 to 72. Okay. Not any earlier than that. I think he's just setting up numbers today. He doesn't have to buy a car. No, no, no. He's putting arbitrary no, numbers that's, in. That's, the, that's, that's the year range that I'm looking at. Like, no. Don't lie. I mean, that was, that what was, you looking at is you, you're going to give me a Dodge Charger that's like freaking 1960s two or something even if there was there um, and it looks exact nothing that nothing I want, want yeah. <laughs> what are you going to buy Alan? 65 fastback? I don't know 67 fastback I'll just see where the price goes ah so he says so he says I don't have a lot of money I'm a poor yeah. gentleman yeah 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 we just had this topic before <laughs> Uh, that's, that was pre, that was pre-show our, our pre-show bullshit um, but yeah thanks again for, for listening to our show if you missed any of our previous podcasts they're all up on our show engine page it's, uh, uh, we've got the link on our Facebook page so it's Car Talk with Matty J um, we've also yeah so if, wherever you listen to your podcast just look us up just just google Car Talk with Matty J you'll find our podcast up on there um, I, sorry I've got the hiccups iTunes Shout Engine or wherever you listen to your podcasting app a quick plug to uh, Carloop. Carloop is a service run by our good friend Riz. Um, for anyone that's looking to buy a new car and doesn't want to have to go through all the bullcrap that you go through with a dealership, um, Riz kind of does the legwork for you, uh, finds kind of the best car for your needs for the best price, and there's always free advice. Free advice. So hit him up at facebook.com forward slash AU. Maybe I should ask him about the Everest or the uh, so we can, so, Yeah, so we can get you yeah. so can get him, because he's got all connections in the, in the yeah. industry. But mate, you'll be you be you're buying a charger tomorrow. Don't <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? Don't have the garage for it yet. <laughs> so, so, mate, just just bring him here. I'll, I'll, look, after, I'll look after him. Um, any plugs, Tyrone? Before we go? Um, no, not really. Not really. Words of wisdom. We'll throw it down as the original one. Don't break the law, but if you are breaking the law, don't get caught. That's it. That's it. This has been Car Talk. Thanks again. See you guys Tuesday with um, Shannon's with Direction. Uh, Take it easy. See you later.